Hello and welcome to The Walk, a podcast where we discuss parenting and what the Bible says about it. God's Word contains truth, encouragement, and application, which we want to share with you, the mom or dad journeying through the chaos of raising kids. From the newborn to the rebellious teenager, our mission is to provide you with hope and skills that allows you to be the parent God calls you to be. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Walk. And we are starting a new series titled Parental Mental Health. And this episode is Faith of the Parent. So starting off this episode with our Bible verse, we're using Isaiah 41.10, which says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. You know, as Laura and I discuss this topic, there are so many different areas we can talk about and analyze. And I know that there is such a stigma around mental health disorders, but this month is focusing on the mental health of the parent and your child. Today's episode, as I reflect on our verse for the day, there are so many moments when I am just feeling down and out, like I'm done. I'm fed up with my job, I'm fed up with life, and I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And for those of you listening, I hear you and I'm with you. And every day before work, I have to discipline myself to meet with God. First thing in the morning, my routine is to wake up between 4.30 and 5 a.m. I mosey on to the kitchen, make some coffee, and head to our living room, grab my Bible, my devotional, pen, and highlighter. And then I meet with God, sometimes for half an hour, sometimes longer. And I've been practicing this for years, pretty much ever since I started teaching. And it's not even something that I want to do anymore, though that is true. I do want to do that, but I've realized that I need it. Something in my spirit doesn't function right until I am right with God. And one of the ways I do that is just to meet with him in the morning. And I trust him, for I believe he is with me. So I do not fear about my day. I'm not dismayed Because my God cares for me. He strengthens me and helps me through even the darkest of moments. And he wants to do the same for you. And there are some dark moments in life. And I won't lie. This month's series on parental mental health, there are some conversations that are pretty heavy. But God is the light in that darkness. So I want to transition into what this episode is all about, and that is faith of the parent. The faith that mom and dad have in God helps establish the well-being of your kid in all areas of life and at all ages. When the parents struggle with anxiety and depression, well, that affects your children. And when you are joyful and courageous, that also affects your children. 
So my first point is just the mental disorders. So I want to spend a little bit of time focusing on anxiety and depression and how these disorders not only affect you as an individual, but also how it affects your kids. So in our previous episode, Laura and I discussed postpartum depression, the fact that moms get depressed shortly after they deliver a new baby and as they are enduring the hardships of being a new mom. Whether that is going through the challenges of breastfeeding, exhaustion, having a sense of worthlessness, or feeling a lack of purpose, those are real challenges, and that can lead anybody to depression. But there's also anxiety going through all of the what-ifs that could happen. Your child could die from SIDS. Is our baby healthy? Should I co-sleep? Should I not co-sleep? Should I give up on breastfeeding and go with formula? Will that mean I'm a failure as a mom? And all of these thoughts race through your head. And that's with a healthy baby, let alone a baby that was born with a disability or a complication. The amount of emotions that can race through a parent's mind and heart is like a full-on assault against your spirit. Disorders like depression and anxiety can have massive implications on your kids. And we have to think about when our kids have the most brain development. You see, the biggest brain development age is between birth and five years old. The next largest is entering into adolescence, typically running from ages 11 to 14. There's this study that was conducted by Regis College. They found that about 4% of fathers have been depressed in the first year of their child's life. But that number jumps to 20% by their kid's 12th birthday. One in five dads, like we're not even talking moms here, like just dads, one in five dads experience some form of depression by the time their kid enters middle school. And what was even more intriguing to me was the mental health issues of kids entering into the teenage years, even through young adulthood. According to the NAMI, which stands for the National Alliance on Mental Illness, the U.S. suicide rate is up 31% since 2001. And suicide is the second leading cause of death for those between the ages of 10 and 34. So when you experience depression there's a risk that you fall into going into despair. And despair is this concept that you've missed an opportunity or you have done something or said something irreversible. And this can lead you to thinking that this job, this relationship is ruined forever. And you begin to believe that there's no point in trying to fix it or resolve it or change you then can fall into a really dark space that gives you some pretty weighty thoughts, dark thoughts. And you know, suicide is not something that is easy to talk about, especially if you've lost a loved one to suicide. We really focus on suicide during next week's episode, but there is so much darkness surrounding our families. The struggles of being new parents to having a struggling teenager, we have to really be intentional 
and be on our guard to protect ourselves as well as our children. And we must look to our ultimate protector for security. Which leads us to the next point. What light and hope does God truly offer us to endure these dark moments in life? Well, for starters, he knows what you're going through. It's no surprise. Even though you might be in a deep, dark rut, you are never in that deep, dark rut alone. As our verse Isaiah 41.10 says, Do not fear, for I am with you. God is always with you. And even when you feel distant from God, his presence is there. And so often it is so difficult to feel or believe God is at work because he seems to be invisible or silent or is making us wait when we don't want to wait any longer. I had mentioned Oswald Chambers in our last episode, and I have to go back to what words of wisdom he has for me because he writes about waiting for God to act and how painful it can be sometimes. So here's his quote. He writes, If our hopes seem to be experiencing disappointment right now, it simply means that they are being purified. Every hope or dream of the human mind will be fulfilled if it is noble and of God. But one of the greatest stresses in life is the stress of waiting for God. This resonates with me so much. As angry and frustrated as I may get sometimes, I must learn to let it go and trust in him because God is purifying my heart. He is at work in my life, even if I don't feel it or see it. Whether we struggle with depression or anxiety, there's a sense that God allows us to cast it upon him. And he can bear that burden. Easier said than done, of course, but there is a sense of relief and victory when we give it all up to God. Because he can handle it. And this faith that you have to have in order to endure such an attack on your soul, your family sees that every day. They see you in the battle. They may even pray with you through the journey. And to see you trust in the Lord by faith and not only endure, but experience victory over something so defeating goes a long way for your kid's self-esteem. It also goes a long way in their own spiritual journey. As they realize that, mom and dad can endure hardships. Maybe I can too. But it comes down to faith in Christ. Not your own power or strength. Not your own knowledge or wisdom. Not your own wealth and resources. No, it comes down to the blessings of our Father in Heaven who gave up His Son to bear the penalty for all our sin. And that Jesus carries the burden, the weight of depression, anxiety, and any other mental disorder.
As we enter into real life with the Smiths, I want to share the joys of trusting God. I find little moments of time in my day to praise him and let go of all of the garbage that just weighs me down. The disrespect I get at work, the irritation I get with my own kids and with myself, the lack of consistency in the weather, as well as the amount of rest I get. You know, you've been there. Those of you listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if I look deep down into my own heart, these things are so minute. I believe it's a discipline to pursue and trust God diligently on a day-to-day basis. It's not something that comes naturally. It is hard. We get busy. There are things we got to do. But I tell you, there is something sweet and something authentic about making time with God a priority in the midst of a quiet morning day after day. Yes, it costs me by waking up so early. But I'm able to find a time where it's quiet and it's just me and God. And as I do this more intentionally, there is a richness in my soul that allows my doubts, fears, complaints, and negativity to just get washed away. I think people want that and need that. I believe you want that and need that. The negativity to be washed away and just left with the joys and the positives and the light. And God can use you in the most darkest of moments. Next week, we will be hearing from author Heather Castor discussing her journey in finding hope in our Savior, Jesus Christ, amidst the darkest moment of her life. We'll be having a conversation about some key topics in her book, Blindsided to Blessed, my family's journey from teen suicide to finding a purpose. And as her and I discuss the death of her daughter, Lauren, we also talk about how God has worked in her life, as well as the life of her husband and her oldest daughter, MJ. So I want to encourage you, if you are in one of those darkest moments, don't give up hope. I pray that you would give it up to God. I pray that you would ask him to heal your heart, restore and renew your soul, and that you would start this journey by walking by faith more intentionally and with a closeness with Christ. That's all for today. Items, links, and show notes can be found in the description of wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to our show and we will send you a list of our top three parenting books for 2022. We want to say thank you to Pixabay Music and all of you that are listening to our podcast. We appreciate all of your support, and thanks again. This is The Walk.